You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. New York Bozo! New York Bozo! Yes, Packers over the Lions, 42-21. to 21. Two weeks in a row of over uh, 40 points. What year is it? We are two schlitz to the wind here on the APC podcast from AcmePackingCompany.com and SB Nation. Our instant recap show, the final whistle just minutes ago as we record this. Again, Packers 42, Lions 21 at Lambeau Field. I am Zach Rapport at Zach Rapport on Twitter. Follow the show at the APC pod on Twitter. And joining me with a cat just moments ago dancing across the screen uh, is Evan Tex Western. How are you, man? I'm good. It's uh, it's been a long time since the Packers put up 40 burgers in two straight games. So this is a this is a fun start to this season. I don't know that I expected it uh, to go quite this well, but um, I'm I'm enjoying this heartily. At Feels this point. good. Yeah. Feels good. Um, the you mentioned the the two games in a row. Is that so? Do you have like a a stat? Uh, at the ready right now, or I, when's I th- the last time they did that? I think the last time they hit 40 in back-to-back games was 2014, uh, which obviously was a, a year that turned out pretty good for for this team. So um, over a thousand total yards of offense through two games, um, and and over 80 points scored. That that'll play. That'll work. That feels pretty good. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, 18 of 30 for 240 year, uh, yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. A little bit of, I guess, falling back down to earth, wouldn't you say? Yeah, maybe a little bit. There were there was one or two plays where you saw some of the bad mechanics creep in. There was a there was one deep throw off his back foot to Aaron Jones in the left up the left side. Ah, but the back I know, foot. <laughs> but I mean, he he got hurt by drops again today. I mean, there's yeah. probably there's at least five, maybe six, depending on you know how harshly you're you're judging these guys. Balls that that should have been caught that were dropped. Yeah, and so you know that alone. Um, you know, should have imp- should have improved Rogers efficiency a little bit, but um, you, you still can't complain too much about eight yards per attempt and a couple touchdowns and no picks. Yeah. Especially when you get a touchdown from uh, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Big f-ing Another guy who had a drop and then um, Rogers kind of went back to him, which was good to see MVS as well. Kind of the same story as last week, a couple drops uh, um, uh, seem to be being targeted by the lions a couple times. Um, with some some vicious hits, um, but Rodgers keeps going to him, uh, finds him. I don't know. I love it. I love it. it. It was good, and and I think you saw a little bit of the run game that Matt Lafleur really really wanted to get in in play this year um, with this game. I mean, Jones had just an absurd day with 168 yards in the ground and that that big 75 yarder. But even so, even without that run, he was well over five yards a carry and almost would have hit yeah. 100 yards in the ground. 
So, and hell, Jamal Williams, where was this, where's this running been for the last three years? I mean, he had a couple of, uh, of, of really nice big runs too. Um, looking a little more nimble than I, I feel like we're used to seeing him. So it was, it was a fun balanced offensive attack today. Yeah. You mentioned Aaron Jones, 168 yards on 18 carries. That's 9.3 yards per carry with two touchdowns, but Jamal Williams, eight carries, 63 yards, 7.9 yards. That'll, that'll do to quote you <laughs> earlier. That'll play. I think. Yeah. You said. And, and I mean, when Jones did it through the air too, I mean, he had, he had four catches for 68 and a score. He had that, that one tremendous catch over, um, over one of the, the lions cornerbacks up the right side. Um, and, and, He's he's that matchup nightmare that I mean he's gonna get a new contract. I'm I'm more convinced now than ever after the way he played these these first two games and especially today yeah. that the Packers are probably gonna pay him. Um, but I think I, I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around it and find a way to justify paying a running back a lot of money in this league. Yeah, and I think one way you can justify it is if you've got a guy like Jones who can do as many different things as he can, splitting out wide, playing you know lining up at receiver. Um, being as big a factor in the passing game as as he can be, um, I think that's you. You've got to be a multifaceted back to to warrant that kind of money. And you know he's certainly can picking up where he left off last year, showing that he can do that in the passing game. Yeah, you mentioned the drops earlier. Uh, Jay Sternberger with a drop, and Oof. then uh, didn't didn't really see much of him for the rest of the game. It seemed like. Yeah, I think I think he had a he had a second drop on another play that got wiped out by penalty too. So it was a rough yeah. rough rough stretch. You were you worried about Sternberger at this point at all, or still just trucking I, along? I mean, Tanyan had a, again a couple nice plays. That touchdown was a great route by him. Um, I think the Packers just need their tight ends to do enough, um, and but they they need to just take advantage of the plays that are given to them. And that one to Sternberger, that that drop that he did have, that was one of those beautifully designed kind of leak plays for the the backside tight end on the play action. Yeah. And those are the kinds of plays where, you know, San Francisco gets a big play from like a George Kittle or even a Kyle Juice check on, on those kind of those kinds of plays. And and yeah, Jace has got to make those easy catches because he could have turned up field and picked up 20 yards on that one. So I'm, I'm a little worried. I think they'll keep him. You know, they'll keep running him out there. But for his sake, he's got to take advantage of those plays and shows show that he deserves to be on the field. Yeah. Um. One more thing I want to talk about on offense before we switch over to the defense is uh, A.J. Dillon not getting as much action as maybe we thought he might or uh, as much as some would like for such an early round draft pick, but maybe that's a smart play. I don't know. What do you think is going on there? Yeah, I suspect that they're kind of easing him in to try to get him up to speed as far as the the speed of the NFL game. Um, and, and really, when you've got guys like Jones and Williams who are running the ball as effectively as they are, you don't really need to, to bring that third wheel in if you're splitting up the carries well. So I would imagine that um, you'll start to see a little more of Dylan as the weeks go along. Um, he gets a little more up to speed, get a few more carries, a few more snaps, um, let him let him pitch in outside of garbage time, and then really be able to, to have three guys that you can lean on, you know, maybe over the last month and a half of the season. Yeah. Switching over to the defense, it was kind of the uh, tale of two halves on defense, which I guess is kind of a, a petten thing that we we've seen in the past here what do they do differently in the second half to kind of ice this game away they got a lead i mean 
<laughs> is it is it cheating to say that it's as simple as that? I mean, this this team seems set up to protect leads well, and that's what they did last year, right? Is yeah. they when they can pin their ears back and rush the quarterback, um, good things are going to happen. It happened with the pick six in this game, um, another sack or two uh, down the stretch. Um, but yeah, I mean, early on when the Lions were able to kind of run whatever they wanted on offense, uh, they they ran it right down the Packers' throat. But um, the Packers getting getting that lead in the second quarter, um, being able to double up around halftime was just a massive, massive momentum shift. And yep. that completely changes the calculus uh, when when Detroit had the ball. Yeah, totally. And uh, you glossed over it a little bit, but Chandon Sullivan getting a pick six. I got a shout out to Alex Patakis, who was set to join us on, on this recap, but the timing didn't work out. But uh, Alex texted me during the game that Chandon Sullivan was a, a graduate of the guy program. Um, so he's not just for anyone out there. And I did get some some uh, some some Twitter action on this a- after the pick six. He's not guy eligible anymore. But if he was your guy last year, he's your guy forever. So, you know, go Chandy. But uh, a pick six. I mean, they got a player there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And he'd had a, a little bit of a rough, you know, first game and a half or so, but um, great job reading Stafford's eyes on that pick and then coming up with a nice uh, pass deflection on the third down the very next drive to uh, follow up that, that nice play with another one. But I, we got to give a shout out to Rashawn Gary for getting the pressure on the pick six that led to yes. an early throw an early telegraph throw from Stafford. And then Gary, you know, pitching in with another sack and a half down the stretch in this game. Um, I, I've been I've been high on him all year. I thought he really needed that that year of transition to the NFL. Um, and I think you're you're starting to see him really blossom before our eyes. And if if he can, you know, come up with games like this with both Smith still on the field and, and wreaking havoc the way they are, um, yeah, look out if the Packers can can get out to a you know an eight or ten point lead at any point on anybody because these guys are gonna tear some things up. Yeah, and it's almost a cliche at this point. I mean, a lot of defensive coaches talking about how sacks are not the end all be all stat as far as judging defense, and really, it's about you got to watch the film and see who is affecting the play, who's pressuring the quarterback, and Gary's definitely. Uh, doing that a lot better this year than last year. That's for sure. Definitely. Yeah. It'll be fun to see the pressure uh, numbers um, in terms of his snap counts and his pressure rate today. Cause yeah, again, sack and a half plus that, that extra pressure on the, on the pick six. I think he had another one in there somewhere. Um, that'll play. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something that I, uh, you were chatting about uh, in the uh, APC Slack chat that I wanted to call attention to you. You noted that, Zadaria Smith had been playing over the nose a lot in this game as opposed to outside. Uh, is that something you noticed then for the rest of the game? Uh, what do you think is going on there? Yeah, I, I saw that early on and it seemed like he was you know, kind of playing that that old play Matthews kind of rover position where he was all over the place. But it seemed like they had him lined up right over the middle, right over the center quite a bit in the first half. And I think that was probably an attempt to, you know, find a way to stop the run or slow down the run with Kenny Clark out. Um, that's my guess between, you know, Clark not playing, just really not having a whole lot of extra bodies on the defensive line. Um, yeah. My guess is that was Petten's way of, of kind of trying to put a, a quality player right in the middle of the defense. And once you know, once they got into that, you know, all right, two score lead, second half mode, um, then they moved him back outside. It seemed like much more consistently and and had him pressuring from the edge, which uh, 
which certainly, you know, worked out well. He ended up with a sack um, at, at one point in the second half, too. So um, that may be just something to monitor in the next couple of weeks, especially in early game situations if Clark can't uh, can't make it back the next week or two. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, speaking of Clark being out, Lancaster goes out uh, at some point in this game. Did that look like a dirty play to you? It kind of did to me. I don't know. I thought so. I mean, th- there were a bunch of them today from from the Lions that uh, I-, I mentioned it too on on Twitter. Are the Lions maybe the worst coach team in the NFL just based on all of their dumb and dirty penalties? I mean, there were back to back plays on safety Will Harris. He had the head hunting on on MVS up the sideline, and then he had a horse collar tackle on Adams right before the the touchdown at the end of the first half. Um, you've got that one with Lancaster, uh, one of the the Lions offensive lineman went diving at his ankle basically after the play was over um, and, and did get flagged for it, which is um, and it seemed like it seemed like it could have been a lot worse. Lancaster thankfully came back because, um, again, the Packers need all the bodies they can get there. Yeah, they don't have much there behind him. No, but um, yeah, there were there were several uh, looked like really dumb penalties. And then a couple that, that bailed the Packers out with, you know, defensive holding calls and things um, on some third downs as well. Yeah, let's just do a a quick injury roundup here as we close out our rapid recap. But so Lancaster goes out, comes back into the game. Thankfully, uh, I saw on I heard on the broadcast Tyler Irvin went mm-hmm. out. Did did he come back in? What's the story there? He didn't. We have no idea what happened there just yet. But um, he went out pretty late in the fourth quarter. Um, and Josh Jackson was out there receiving a punt uh, late in the game. So he didn't end up coming back. Uh, Corey Lindsley, um, he stepped out late with a hand injury, I think. And then uh, obviously the big one would be Devontae Adams, who was on the yeah. shelf for much of the second half with a hamstring issue. So fingers crossed that uh, that those guys will be able to to work through it this week and, and get back for next week. Indeed. And we will know more about that midweek, probably not before we record our uh, our Notable Nuggets episode in a couple days here. Tweet at us at the APC pod with your notable nuggets following this game. I think that's going to do it for our rapid recap, unless you have any other closing thoughts besides that'll play. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, it's 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 fun to watch this offense clicking. I think, uh, you know, Matt LaFleur is doing a great job with this team right now. And so um, it'll be n- next week's game is setting up to be a fun one with uh, with two of what look like the, the better teams in the NFC right now. So um, my, my hope is that Adams will be back because I'd really rather not play um, the Saints shorthanded missing, you know, the arguably the best offensive player or skill position player on offense. Right. So right. Um, sounds like they'll still probably be without Mike, Michael Thomas. We'll, we'll see. But um, yeah, fingers crossed that, that Adams is back. Fingers crossed indeed. All right, that's going to do it for us. We are two schlitz to the wind here at the APC pod, wrapping up our rapid recap episode. Once again, the Packers over the Lions, 42 to 21. Keep it locked into acmepackingcompany.com for all the latest following the game, injury updates, all that fun stuff all week. And then we will be back with you uh, in a couple days. Until then, keep your stick on the ice, guys. Go Pack Go. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on? Oh, mom. No. <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. 
Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. 